Hey, this is Joshua Singh. I'm so excited that you took the time to be with me today. I'm going to speak into your future because I believe that you are listening because you believe you can live a life of influence inside of intimacy with Jesus. Hey guys, so today we have a very good friend of mine, Connor Redfern, and I just want to have a chat with him and kind of um, get you guys in on what we're talking about. Um, he has a story and there's a lot of lessons that can be learned, and I hope this really encourages you. So Connor, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, thank you. Listen, I know you're a busy man, yeah. but uh, listen, uh, I know you have a lot to say. Tell me a bit about yourself and mm. the audience about your story. Cool. So um, my name is Connor Redford. I'm age 20. I grew up in a Christian family, um, was an ex-pastor's kid. <laughs> my parents pastored um, some of the Elam churches around the area um, in Manuiwa and Botany back in the day. Um, I was born in Australia, so I was born in the Gold Coast and kind of just grew from there and just just finding myself and finding what it's like to just live a normal life. Because obviously being brought up in the church, being, having pa- um, pastors as your parents, you're kind of getting in the normality of just what church is. You know? So you would say you're pretty churchified? Yes. <laughs> so you must know Christianese? Yeah, I'm, I'm drenched in that. <laughs> <laughs> now that's cool, man. Um, tell me about your experience with Jesus. You know, obviously I've grown... Um, up in a very similar environment, as many may know. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's quite easy to be become religious or become um, acclimated to the traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a bit about how you separated yourself and really got real with Jesus. Wow. Um, I think going into my schooling, I kind of, kind of avoided being a red friend. Because having a dad that is quite worship leading and quite heavily involved in my parents being heavily involved, my brother being heavily involved in worship and everything like that, I actually didn't want to be a worship leader or a singer myself. Um, I kind of filled up gaps in order for me to fulfill my identity. But really, I was detouring around my identity of what God had created me because obviously it's in my DNA and it's in my blood and it's running through my veins. So I found that <laughs> detouring and roundabouting for so long just got me nowhere. Um, and then my true maturity in my faith kind of um, started when I left. At age 16, um, I went into university, so I actually didn't do year 12. Um, and year 13, sorry. Left after year 12, after school. Um, and then went straight to university, did a conduit degree of architecture and interior design. And then that was just gaining my unknown stage and that got going into the unknown, getting out of my comfort zone. Um, and then it just grew from there. <laughs> wow. So you've been through a lot, man, and, and you've experienced so much in the seasons of your life. Mm. Tell me about the biggest lesson that you've learned in the last, say, one to two years. I think try not to avoid what your purpose is in life is and not to rush them. So when you get given a purpose, when you get given a calling on your life and a vision, not wanting it straight away, because some people want that in advancement, right? They want it right now. But actually going through the seasons, going through the wilderness, because sometimes we blame 
the devil on our wilderness seasons and our trials, but really um, God led the Moses and mm. the Israelites into the wilderness, mm. not the devil. And mm. so literally just journeying through your trials and letting them breathe life into you and changing your mindset of not your pain and your anger, but more to just replace it with joy. And so like going through your waiting process, not rushing those waiting processes, and then in order for you to find your destiny and your calling will be the fruition of your roots. Absolutely. I think a lot of people that go through their wilderness season make it something permanent Mm. and they don't really understand that it's uh, God allowing them to be shaped and formed into his image, right? Yeah. Um, so you've experienced challenges, um, and you're not. Are you married? No. You say you're not married, mm-hmm. and you don't have a. Do you have a girlfriend? No. Okay, so that's yet to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you find that when you were young, you had a plan before God, and then now that you're getting older, day by day, you realize that your life looks nowhere near your plan. Hundred percent. Okay, tell me why. I actually wanted to be a secret agent. Growing up. Are you serious? I was dead serious. I saw um, like Mission Impossible. I watched all of the James Bond movies and I was like, I want to be that. It's actually a really interesting role, you know. They have roles like that in the police, by the way. Exactly. And so I actually looked into it <laughs> before going into uni. Yeah. Um, the Secret Services of New Zealand. Um, yeah. Wow. And I spoke to my auntie about because she went into police forces in America and got failed in her th- third test. Um, and she was just talking about all these different stories on what how hectic it was. I was like, okay, I can't even do cardio up my driveway. So so I was just like, no. But I think I got given my um, vision from God on going into the design industry at a very young age, at a summer camp, church summer camp at age nine. And I knew that, but then obviously growing up, I kind of avoided it through the seasons, right? So like, (laughs) got given a vision, didn't want to that envision because I don't want that, right? right? And so I think the more I avoided, like I said before, the far further away from my calling I was going. Do you feel more fulfilled now? I'm trying to, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're journeying into fulfillment yeah. and with your relationship with God. I do find that a lot of people try to... F- I think a lot of people um, experience fulfillment through the things they do not who they are becoming. Mm. And I think God is very focused in who the person is becoming mm. because ultimately that's what lasts, you know. You're remembered for who you are, not what you do. Amen. Um, where do you see yourself in the future? I see myself in the future just spreading that joy and that happiness that he's given me in my heart. Like, despite what I'm going through, I could literally just turn into a whole nother person and be like, no, I don't want to talk to people. No, I don't want to acknowledge them. But instead of just actually being generally there and to be able to listen to them, because there could be other people that could be journeying a way massive trial than me. You know what I so, mean? So what motivates you? What motivates me is just to literally just wake up in the morning and just instead of being in a, uh, <laughs> like in a grumpy state, I was like, you know what, God, I want your positivity positivity today i want to have the joy in my heart because that's literally one of the fruit of the spirit so that's what i pray each morning humble my heart and i just want to have that joy to be able to spread it absolutely no that's really good man i find that you're um, a leader in development and your growth is um really being seen 
uh, in the different seasons that you go through. And every time I meet you, I see a stage of you and uh, angle of you that God is really working on. Mm. And I feel like you have really have uh, transformed in the last at least 18 months that I know you. Mm.